three, two, and welcome back to the podcast, guys. Today we are here with Rishane Cole. She's a mother of six who is helping other moms who struggle with balancing their finances and parenting. So yeah, Rishane, can you please introduce yourself to the podcast? Well, first, thank you for having me. Um, my name is Rashina Cole. Um, as you said, I help moms and other people just manage their uh, finances and balancing between parenting and money and all the things that life throws at us. Nice. And can you give us a little bit more information on what you actually do, like how you help people? <laughs> And like, how did it start the whole idea? Do you think it's successful and other things like that? So I am what is called a finance coach. Um, and a finance coach is someone who helps someone with their um, everyday finances. So I help people with money management. I give them uh, financial literacy because you can't manage your money if you don't know uh, anything about it. So I try to educate people about their finances. I work with people who are in debt and would like to pay off that debt because that's a burden to them. Um, I work with people on budgeting. A lot of people make a good amount of money, but they uh, mismanage it and they don't feel like they have enough money. So I help them put a plan in place for that. Um, and then I help people also with uh, savings money as well. So helping them find what uh, maybe banking product is best for them, as well as what is the best strategy to save money for their particular situation. So there's an array of things that I um, help people do uh, when it comes to their finances. Incredible. And the first thing that I want us to talk about is, so six <laughs> kids, like, I'm from a family with three kids, and that is like, wow, but double was that yes. six? Like, tell us more about that. Incredible. So, um, I have six kids. They are not all back-to-back, -back, which is helpful for me. So, my oldest is currently 21, and my youngest is two. So, um, but with having that many kids, whether they're close in age or spread apart, uh, there's always a need for something. So it is very important to myself and my spouse that we manage our finances correctly to be able to provide the best life for them. Ultimately, they are the reason why uh, we do what we do. Um, so I stay home with them to care for them in a certain nature and run my business. And my husband works um, a full-time job to support our household and we always have to just remember that with that many children and the needs that pop up, that we have to be uh, wise and financially sound when it comes to our money. And tell us a little bit more about your husband. Like, what is he working? Um, my husband is a manager at a uh, major company here. Um, he works, you know, your typical shift. I mean, they, they work a little bit over because of being in management, but um, he's been working there for a few years now, and um, that's our, our main breadwinner. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And like, how did you meet each other? We actually met each other um, a few years ago. So like 11 years ago, we met. And um, so I had already had my older three children. But when we met, I was working 
um, at a place and he actually began working there as well. And we just clicked <laughs> and moved forward from there. Nice. And, and to where did you have your other two children from? I'm sorry. So where, from where did you have your first? Two I, I had children? my first three when I was a younger, a uh, different relationship, obviously. So, um, when you're younger, you're, um, making different decisions. And so I had them and then I moved on and met my wonderful husband. And now we have three more children together. So. <laughs> yeah. He's an incredible yes. guy. <laughs> I think <laughs> like, so. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And like, what are the biggest achievements in your life? Uh, biggest achievements uh, for me would be starting my business. Uh, and running a successful business, it's not easy whatsoever, but uh, to be able to run it and also be able to pour in and help other people um, with their finances. And it's typically based off of what the current or the previous experience I had. So I used to work in banking. So I learned a lot um, working in the banking world. Um, so I feel like just based on the stories that people would come in and tell me, that it was meant for me to be the, the, the middle person to help people manage their finances and to maneuver their finances as well. So um, that would be one of my greatest achievements. My other greatest achievements are my children, obviously. So uh, they are a reflection of me. I hope that I am uh, showing them the best way to uh, manage their money as they get older, but also to just pursue what they're passionate about. So for me, this is something I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about helping others. And so I want um, them to also grow with that same passion for whatever arena they choose to go in. Incredible. And tell us a little bit more about your children. Like, are they all girls <laughs> or boys? Or what is the older one doing? Like, things like that you know to give us more information so my oldest is uh currently engaged so she's preparing for a wedding um and then so i have total four girls and two boys um my oldest son is into all the arts so he's into you know marching band show choir theater like he loves all of those things and he's good at it so we like to push him in that direction because that's what he loves to do um my next daughter is uh into track and cross country she's good at art she um i feel like is very wise for her age so she learns very quickly and she's very kind-hearted. So she's the one that's going, going to think about the family or going to think about how to make someone's day, um, especially if it's like their birthday or some special occasion is coming up. And then my younger ones, um, my next daughter is into music. Uh, she loves anything musical. She loves to use her imagination. She loves science as well. Um, so she always wants to try out some type of science experiment or anything like that. And then our youngest son, he is one who loves superheroes. He loves math. He's really good at retaining math skills. So maybe he'll be the next finance coach after me. I don't know. <laughs> 
but um, he loves those things. And then we have our youngest, who is our two-year-old, who also loves music and loves to play and loves mommy and wants to help me out all the time. So they're all amazing to me. They all have their own personalities and they're all wonderful children that I was blessed to have. Amazing. <laughs> and what are your future goals? Um, so my future goals, uh, as it pertains to the business, would be to um, teach other people how to be a successful uh, financial coach. I would like other people to be able to I feel like we all are um, supposed to help each other. So if I can teach someone how to also help someone else, that just makes better for the entire, you know, community. Build a, I want to build a community, so it makes it better for everyone. Um, I love to travel. I, would, I want to travel more in the future and um, maybe speak to people as I'm traveling. So um, there's obviously room for that that I'm waiting for. <laughs> um, yeah. And just, just seeing where this goes, you know, I have taken this on as something I really enjoy doing and I just want to see where it goes. And I'm open to the different opportunities, the different people that I meet along the way, um, the wisdom that I myself would gain from doing this. Um, Cause I don't feel like I'm, doing this for no reason. So there's something that I can gain from it as well as giving to other people at the same time. Nice. And how do you plan to achieve like those things? Like you want to teach people uh, about what you do so they can do it too and help others. But like, do you plan to like run a webinar, have a, your own podcast maybe, or do social media marketing about that? Like maybe start your own offer or things like like. How do you plan to achieve your goals? So um, currently I am considering uh, launching a podcast within the year. I also um, am starting a blog on my webpage. Uh, webinars right now, currently I would like to do some locally, but as well as hosting some online um, virtually to reach more people. Um, this month in particular is... Financial Literacy Month. The month of April is Financial Literacy Month. So I plan on doing a lot of teaching and hosting uh, in that area as well. And then um, continue doing what I'm doing. So um, when people reach out for help, they um, book a session with me. They book a or a session or a package. So there's a couple of different options. They can um, reach me and things that we can work on. And so just continuing to build um, in that sense as well. Nice. And like, with how many clients are you working with right now? How many students? Are oh, geez. Uh, that's a great question. Currently, I have some that just came out of my program and I have others that are in there. It's between like seven to 10 at the moment. Um, everyone there. So there's different, uh, types of programs. So it depends on kind of where they're at in their journey. Um, so like I say, there's some people who have just kind of, um, phased out because they've, they've achieved what we have set to begin with. And, 
Uh, you have others who are just starting and they will be in the program for a while. <laughs> so right now you have seven to 10 people, but like throughout, like how big is your database with how many people have you worked with totally? Like from the beginning when you started this to right now? Oh, geez. Um, I'm probably around... Probably around 15 or 20 or so. So this is still fairly new. And when people are in the program, they're in there. So um, it's not like I have a lot of um, turnover or turnaround. Uh, once once I have clients booked, they're, they're in the program. And so they're in until, like I say, they can phase out of it. And a lot of times people like to have that um, hand-holding to a degree. They become more comfortable but they also, um, they like to have that reassurance. They like to have that accountability person. Um, so they uh, will rely on me. They will call to ask me different questions. They will set up a meeting to ask different questions to make sure they're making the right financial decision. So um, a lot of times they can probably do it on their own, but they like to have that other opinion before they make big financial decisions. Nice. And like, how much are you charging them? Like how expensive are your plans and programs? Um, so currently it depends on uh, which, like I said, which program they start in. Um, the, the base of one program would be, they start at $150. But if they're in a monthly program, then that changes. Um, so they are um, paying a little less per month than that. But um, ultimately, it depends on how long they are in my coaching program. And it's my job as the coach to uh, a lot of sometimes people may say, well, I can't really afford that. It's my job as the coach. I can find it within their budget. Usually um, it's what is priority to people. So if they really want and need the help in their finances, the money is there. They just have to um, be willing to invest it in themselves to be able to better their future. Hmm. So nice, but like kind of a tip for you, like I already mentioned to webinars and you're like, seem you have, you, you seem to have the perfect business for that. Like your offers are in the perfect price range. Like you already have some databases of some people and things like that. And like before I was doing, uh, building webinars for people. And one time, uh, I built a webinar for a person who was like in your niche, helping mothers, uh, like construct their finances and helping them with that. And she actually managed to make $30,000 in her first webinar. So it's going to, I think it's going to be de definitely great for you to look into something yeah. like that and it's, it can help you a lot. So yeah, keep that <laughs> in mind. And also you want to have a podcast on your own and that's amazing. Like for building like social media following to getting more students and just to make more money. So you have some nice ideas like having a podcast or, and a, or a webinar. So go on. Like, I think it's, you're going to benefit greatly yes. from that. So very nice. From Thank that. you. <laughs> yeah. And on that note, how much are you investing into yourself right now? Maybe buying books, mentorships, courses. I have like um, coaches that I um, 
invest in myself um, to be able to build my business, um, which has obviously worked into my budget as well. But <laughs> the the first and foremost thing is the what I look for in a um, coach. I look for um, someone who some a program that I can continue on. So I don't want to purchase a program that it's like I have to do it within like a couple of months and then it disappears. I want the resources to be able to best build my client base as well. So um, that's one thing that goes into looking for a great coach or resources. I have books that I have purchased. Um, I also offer bookkeeping services for small businesses. So I have books that I've purchased on that. I have um, invested in um, being a QuickBooks pro advisor. Um, so studying materials for that. Um, so it just, it just ranges. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And can you uh, talk about the failures and successes that you had when you first started? Sure. This business? Um, so in the beginning, you're trying to kind of figure everything out and you are also working for yourself. So what you put in it is what you get out of it. Um, the things that I felt that I failed on was because I did not have the time to commit to it or I did, or not that I did not have the time, I did not commit the time to it. So um, if there were um, someone who was looking for a certain uh, resource if I didn't feel prepared enough to help them, I kind of referred them out of uh, my hands into someone else's instead of maybe taking that on head on. And a part of that was fear or um, imposter syndrome is a very real thing. So um, I think that would, that would be one way, um, but mostly time. I have learned to balance my time more. Uh, obviously, having children, that requires a lot. And um, to try and run a business also requires a lot. So being able to balance well, which one has importance and how to not over um, overwork myself with all the things that I am required to manage on a day-to-day -day basis. So time management has been the biggest thing that... I have improved upon. <laughs> that was a hindrance in the beginning. So kind of on that note, like how many hours a day do you have free right now? Um, so currently it depends on the days of the week. So there are certain days that I specifically dedicate to my business. And then there are certain days that I dedicate completely uh, anything household management that I need to take care of. So um, currently... I have between about four to six hours per day um, on the days that are dedicated to the business. Obviously, on the weekends, I have more time. However, I do like to utilize that for my family. But then if we're not really doing anything that weekend, then I will um, work on things that I have to get done in the business that maybe uh, will help me throughout the week uh, achieve things a little faster or, you know, keep me on track and on pace and everything. Wow. Sounds amazing. <laughs> and, uh, like, I'm sorry for repeating myself again, but like, 
like you don't like uh, you have to run your own business and you have six kids so time is very important to you and you don't have that much free time per day and i really do think that you like you definitely need to invest in like a webinar or something like that because like with webinars once you build them it, it, like like i'm a webinar expert and that's why i'm telling mm-hmm. you this like like once you build your webinar then you just go once a week on that webinar so it doesn't take a lot of time once a week you pick a day when you're most yes. free you get people like from ads or organically to get on your webinar like you can talk to 1000 people on people on one webinar and that's amazing and like then you can convert them into clients and it doesn't require a lot of time once you have built your webinar sales funnels and like ads mm-hmm. then you can just enjoy your life uh you go one one once a week on a webinar so it doesn't take a lot of your time just get some clients through your business and you can benefit a lot like another client of mine that was that had five kids she uh she didn't have a lot of free time but she managed on her first webinar to make fifteen thousand dollars and like for a parent of so uh, with five kids that's incredible like being able to just chill have time with your kids and then once in a week go on a webinar and make that much money amazing (laughs) so like i i recommend you to go into that like try to find a webinar program or something like that because it's gonna benefit you a lot like for real and yeah, I'm really happy to hear your, your situation. Like me, from a family of three kids, like I can imagine what it, what's like in your life to have in your life to have six kids. Like amazing, <laughs> so nice for you. And what is your opinion on books? Like you don't have a lot of free time to read, but maybe you like. So, for example, I'm right now I'm reading How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. So what are you reading at the moment? Um, currently, I am... Well, a lot of my books right now are are more so building my business. <laughs> um, so that does um, take up a lot of my time. So the one one that I'm uh, currently reading is by Kelsa Dicka, who is a very, uh, very successful financial coach. And she's uh, also one who mentors and everything. And hers is just the financial coaching playbook. And it helps you to build your financial coaching business. Um, I've really enjoyed that book. It's always a uh, valuable resource um, that I can always go back on. Um, One that I started, but I have not uh, completed is The Millionaire Next Door. Um, And that one is basically, from what I've started, I feel like is a very, very great, very great book (laughs) to get into. typically based uh based upon like how the person you may have your person next door who they're not necessarily flashy they're not driving the the brand new cars or you know they're not buying the newer things but they are accumulating wealth they are building their wealth and that's important a lot of times we think millionaires are driving the fancy cars they are uh, purchasing the top of the line clothing and things like that. And those things are not worth any, uh, long-term value. So, um, I did enjoy starting to read that one as well. So just a couple of them. <laughs> nice. I, I really agree with that. Like really rich people don't yes. flex. 
for example, Jeff Bezos, like when he was a billionaire, he was still driving yeah. a Honda instead of buying a Lamborghini or something like that. So yeah, that's definitely true and a really nice point there. And another question for you, if you could go back in time, what is one thing that you would change or prevent? If I could go back in time, I would probably um, take saving money serious, more seriously. So I started off saving money well, and then I started, you know, wanting things. And when you start wanting things, it's like, oh, I'm only spending this much here. Oh, I'm only spending this much. And you're slowly um, dwindling down your your money that you've worked hard for. So I think I would um, really analyze my needs versus wants and uh execute like a delayed gratification, um, a little more. And then, um, I would probably also invest as well, uh, sooner. So, um, I kind of had a sour taste in my mouth after, uh, the markets crashed in 2008. And so I didn't really want to invest much after that. So, um, it's, it's never been something where you're like, you don't want to see what money you're putting in and then you see it all gone. Like that's devastating. <laughs> so I would definitely yeah. um, probably get back into that sooner because it, it, it really left a sour taste in my mouth to where I did not want to do that again. I didn't want to deal with 401ks or anything like that because they, I saw what happened <laughs> with my own two eyes. So um, yeah, definitely. Agree yeah. With that. So just, just be, um, take advantage of the money that I have sooner. Um, when I was younger, I had uh, less responsibilities. So, which created more opportunities to build that wealth. Um, so I would definitely do that. Nice. But like, but do you, by the way, do you have any other hobbies besides reading? Besides reading? Um, Reading is not a yeah. big hobby for me. It's never been like a big oh. one. Like I will read more so when there is a particular um, subject that I want to study. Um, mm-hmm. But aside from that, I love um, going for my walks with my children. I like being outside when it's warm outside. I don't like going outside when it's cold. <laughs> but I, I love um, going on my walks. Those are very peaceful. Um, I love nice family dinners. Um, just being around people and seeing what they're up to and the conversation and the things that you can gain from those conversations. I really enjoy that. Um, I've also, uh, tried my hand at candle making. So (laughs) that was something that, uh, it's actually kind of fun because you get to try out different things and, and see if it actually turns out the way that you're expecting it to turn out so um i like that as well um yeah (laughs) so firstly i want to touch on candle making like (laughs) like tell us a little bit more about so during um the covid pandemic and everything when you're sitting in the house you start just kind of seeing different things that people are um, doing and making on their own. And I had saw, I think 
I don't know if it was like on Pinterest or Facebook or something, but I saw like a post of someone doing candles and uh, it was linked to a site. And that site has like all the wax that you, different types of waxes you can use, different types of fragrances you can use. They have uh, do it yourself tutorials on the website. And so I was like, let's try it. <laughs> and so I ordered um, different things. I've, made Christmas candles for people just because it was something to do. And like I say, it's a learning process. So you get to just work with it and try to see if you can actually create something. And there's a a sense of satisfaction when you create something yourself. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. And a bit of an interesting question here. What do you think your business can improve with the most? Like, where is it lacking the most? Maybe like marketing, maybe like sales. Where do, when, where can your business improve the most? I think just overall exposure, uh, exposure locally, just to let the community know that I'm here and I'm here to help. Um, virtually it, the, my community is growing. So, um, I don't see a problem there. Um, there are, I am uh, getting ready to roll out towards the end of the year, group coaching programs. So then that way I feel like more people will be, it will provide more comfort uh, for people to want to maybe do coaching because they have maybe some other people who are in the same situation as them or a similar situation as them to work with them throughout um improving their finances. So um, I think that will also create more exposure because that will create more word of mouth as people are um, getting help with what they are doing. Nice. And so my last question for you, Mm -hmm. Sheena, who are your role models? Hmm. My role models, definitely my parents. Um, they have always worked hard uh, in life. And so I want to work hard as well. They were very big on, you know, getting an education and things of such. And those are the things that I did. And so um, I saw their work ethic. And so I want the same work ethic as well, um, if not even greater. Um yeah, those are <laughs> those are probably I think like my number ones. Like they were they've really molded me into who I am today. So incredible. <laughs> and so I have to thank you, Sheena, for being here. This was an incredible podcast. I'm sure that all of the mothers listening out there have learned a lot about parenting, about raising their children right, and about financing and things like that. So Thank you for being here. This was an incredible podcast. Thank you so much for having me. So yeah, guys, please go out and check out Sheena. For what she's doing, she needs to have more followers and a bigger social media following. Like, she's incredible. So please go check her out, guys. And I'll see you on the next episode. (laughs) Bye-bye.